So I was walking back. We were, I had like literally just turned the corner and all of a sudden this car drives by and I just hear typical <laughs> voice. Uh, Fuck you, Chris, why? And just drove off and I was like, I knew exactly. I didn't even see him. I was like, I knew it was him. And I'm like, I love that you're still, I haven't seen you in like a year and three months and you're still so bothered by who I am as a person. Well, just because I wouldn't fuck you. That's not my reason. I'm really bothered that you are the way that you are, but... Oh, your reason for hating me. Yeah. Well, he hates you for the same reason. Apparently. <laughs> they got me, now. They got us, gal. Maybe uh, he was just trying to be funny. Uh, I don't give a I shit. I would do that Yeah, you. it'd be different if you did it, because I think that that would be really funny. But he's an asshat, so I don't think so. I would so. throw a bottle. A full... Filled with nails. <laughs> And just uh, rubbing alcohol and sand, salt. Salt. salty sand from Galveston. So then right you get some head. probiotics in there too. And then I'd get out of the car with my baseball bat, just beat and the just fuck right at your legs. <laughs> and be like, <laughs> they so like, funny. was that a good idea? <laughs> I recorded this, but we can't put this in. Well, we didn't say any names. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Oh, at the beginning. How much did you record? Uh, you said his name. Oh, I, that's why I asked if we were recording. Well, you said it again. Uh, well, that's your fault. No. I don't care. <laughs> Let me just go bleep it. <laughs> Let me go bleep it. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> Flips it over. Oh, no, it still doesn't work. Flips it over again. <laughs> what? <laughs> it just laughs. <laughs>, laughs. Laughs in USB. <laughs> Sad you know beeps. what else that's kind of like is that ship in the Suez Canal. Oh, my God. It was trying to go in the wrong way, and it just didn't go in. I love that there's like a full-on investigation into this, because apparently this is not the first time that this has happened. And I'm like... I don't ever remember that happening. Apparently it wasn't as long as this one was, but it happened, I think, like two or three years ago, supposedly. The article that I was reading. They've just got to put the... You know, like when you are when you go bowling and they pull up the rails? Just pull up the rails. Honestly, <laughs> hear me out. Um, well, that's, I mean, I look at the... Um, or get the polka flute whenever it happens and just... And Snorlax gets up and walks away. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, you just look at the uh, Panor Panoramic Canal. Yes. The Panama Canal. What happened to me? We're in a panoramic right now. <laughs> I think that's where it came from. <laughs> the Pandolce happening all around us. The Panama. The Panama that's going on. Uh, the Panama Canal, um, I mean, they have to, like, do some locks and shit like that and, like, raise up the levels. And I guess the Suez Canal, they're like, eh, water can go. Um, I guess the water levels in the Mediterranean and the Red Sea are not too different. different. But uh, I believe the Suez Canal is a lot older. Yes. The Suez Canal is from, like, the 1800s. Yes, early 1800s. Yeah. And that's why I'm like... Look at these motherfuckers building a Suez Canal. This how much money you make off of this that you weren't trying to do any improvements? Now yeah, they make lots Bank. of money, honey. Lots of money. So the Panama Canal. Forty-seven billion dollars because that ship was stuck. It, co it costs hundreds of millions of dollars for a ship to go through the Panama Canal. One ship to go through the Panama Canal. It's like, girl, what you doing? I'm in the wrong business. Well, they have to take that ship from sea level all the way up, like, into the mountains mm -hmm. and then back down. The Suez is just like, I mean, 
I thought they just like raise it. I thought the Pacific is somehow higher than the the Atlantic. I don't know how that's scientifically possible, but I don't argue with it. I would think that ocean level is the same everywhere. I would agree, but they have to raise because you go up, and you don't go back down. You just keep going up, and then you're at the Pacific side. I think I think the Pacific side is higher. And I'm like, how? How does this make sense? (laughs) What is happening here? Um, I'm not a Whale Oceanographer. biologist. Whale biologist, yeah. Lauren is. We can ask her. We should ask her. Yeah. Hey, do you know about whales? Yeah. Uh, so explain the Pan- Panama Canal. <laughs> How does that work? Uh, uh, that has nothing to do with whales. <laughs> well, whales got to get from place to place. They're in oceans. They swim. Exactly. <laughs> they were all excited because they posted a thing about uh, orcas being in the Gulf of Mexico. And I was like, that's... Pr- oh, and a great white shark. And I also, so Sea World is more realistic now. Yeah, uh, basically. Um, yeah, those are great white. Sh- those great white sharks that someone was tracking in Galveston, and they were like, "Oh, it's just off the coast in Galveston." You look at the picture; it's like a thousand miles off the coast of Galveston, like full on in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. And I'm like, "Girl, that's not off the coast. That's not off the coast, baby." <laughs> um, literally, anything is off the coast. It just does not describe distance. So. <laughs> Europe is off the coast. Uh, off the coast of the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> it is. Because Europe, Europeans uh, sw- swam, sailed all the way into the Gulf. In uh, 1492. They discovered America because no one had lived here before, mm-hmm. ever. And the, no and one then, else. Yes. And then God found America and he was like, this is the place where this all the chosen it. people go. This is where the whites go. LOL. This is someone's gonna listen to this and believe that we're actually being racist, when in reality we're making fun of white people. White white people. White white people. White people. Honestly. Um, yes, that was sarcasm and satire. So please don't believe that we're racists. <laughs> um, I am homophobic though towards Chris. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm homophobic towards me as well. Yeah. No one else. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah. I mean, do you see this? Yeah. It's just gay. Gay everywhere. My blood is boiling. But then I see another gay and I'm like, hey. Hey. (laughs) You just walk around. Look at your silly feet. Little limperists. You're like, ooh, look at those silly limperists. That's exactly what I do. But you have to say it with. Back to the bar. Yeah. A lot of wrists. And you're just like, ooh, look at your limperists. I'm going to walk right like this up to the bar and I'm going to say, I would like a fireball, please. I would like one fireball shot. Actually, one, two, three, four. I'm counting everyone in the bar. 84, 85. Are you a person? No, it's a trash can. Uh, 87. <laughs> oh, I'll get one for the trash can, too. And uh, like, we 80. ran out. We don't have enough for everyone. I'll say, oh, okay. Well, then just, just, just one for me, Just then. me. And I'm like sitting next to you, and I'm like, okay. And then I say to you, you were never going to get you don't get one. <laughs> it was never available to you. Uh, actually, you're like, wait, hold on. Two? Okay, two. Takes both of them. <laughs> not, not even one at a time. Both at the both same time. At the same time. Just in case you get any ideas. It's like, you can't even take it from me, okay? Exactly. LOL. That sounds accurate. Um, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, never mind. I'm not ordering for everyone. Or that trash can. Wait, that trash can's eyeing me. Hmm. I order two and then pour one in the trash can. Pouring out for my homies, you know what I'm saying? In the trash. In the trash can, yeah. Um, you know what I heard on the radio on my way over here? Unrelated to your uh, gay fantasy at the bar. Terry Gross was on NPR. Who the fuck? 
Tara Gross. Oh. She's I'm... been at NPR for a long time. Oh, okay. No, I didn't hear that. Were you uh, listening to NPR? No. Um, NPR is 88.1. So if you want to change it when you get back in. I was not listening to NPR. Um, I was listening to commercials. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. Is there uh, a new jingle? No. Well, then what are you trying to well, tell me? <laughs> Let me interrupt you one more time before you do. <laughs> okay. Um, so, I oh yeah, we should, we should take those. Cheers to new jingles. I did hear the USAA jingle. I didn't know they had a jingle. I didn't know they had They're like, one. USAA. And I'm like... Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. Nope. <laughs> no, no. USAA. That's it. Good night, farewell. Avita saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. USAA. <laughs> Anyways, um, I heard that people are buying Easter trees. So, like... Christmas like trees, but decorated with Easter ornaments. I don't like Easter that much. I don't either. I mean, I understand the traditions and the religious Tradition. acts at a point of it, but mm. I'm never um, just honestly, like, ooh, Easter. I like the whole idea of uh, the pagan Easter that the Christians stole once again from. Ooh, what did they do? Uh, it's like all about the birth of like fertility and. Uh, it's fucking. That's why like bunnies are like popular in the pagan Easter because bunnies reproduce a lot during the spring oh. and there's just bunnies everywhere. Um, yeah. So, uh, P- uh, what's the pagan name? It's something. The name Easter is technically from the pagan religion. I thought Easter was a Jewish word. No. They do Passover though. Yeah. I gotta get some what are they passing over? Are they passing over the Panama Canal? Mm-mm. Who's that? You hear music? Mm-hmm. I hear it too. I heard it a long time ago. Since I'm Jewish, <laughs> I'll tell you the, um, what happened. All about Passover. the pa- Passover. So um, there was um, God had said <laughs> God. to the people. God, hey God. He said, um, I'm coming to... Uh, put some diseases and pestilence around here and i'm not gonna I'm give coming. it to the jews so you need to put the blood of a sheep above your door and i'll pass over your house is he flying on like a motorbike or something motorbike motorbike in mysterious ways but i think so <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> people in bcs are like what the fuck is that? <laughs> What's that noise? I can't see anything outside because it's pitch dark outside. <laughs> there's no there's light. Not a single light out there. <laughs> What's that fucking... <laughs> That's the devil. Well, I don't think they had devils back then. Spirits. Spirits. Demons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Technically, isn't like the Jewish faith... Didn't they start with Yahweh or something? Yahweh. 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 <gasps> Yahweh. <laughs> Yahweh. Yes, Yahweh. Mm. Um, yeah, I know nothing about that. I know very little, and uh, that all was probably completely wrong. No, 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 no. No, I know no, the no. Passover part was right, and I know the blood above the door was right. So I'm gonna give myself. I'm gonna give myself a solid F. <laughs> so do you? Um, where do you buy sheep blood from? I don't think that that's part of the thing anymore. See, that's the thing is, why did, if we're going to pick and choose things from the Bible, why did you just eliminate the fun parts? 
You're going to sacrifice a sheep? Stoning whores? I want to uh, What about this? I get a beanie baby. Uh-huh. It's a sheep beanie baby. Uh-huh. O- open it up. Take some of the beans. Rub them on top of the door. Uh-huh. Does that count? No. I need blood. Okay. I go and buy a, a pound of veal. Not veal. veal no, veal baby, baby cows. cows. Not like that. Sheep. <gasps> you know what mutton. I... Get some mutton. Get some delicious lamb. And then just, just lamb. Lamb chops. Just leave your lamb door. chops on top of the door. Oh, yeah. Let them just rot. I mean, I'm not going to eat lamb. I don't like lamb. <laughs> I've never had it. I've had it once. And we... I don't think it was prepared very well. So, traditionally, shepherd's pies. Shepherd's. Made with so lamb. it's supposed to be made with lamb. I guess I always make cottage pies. Because um, you use beef? Mm-hmm. You know what I discovered today? Bison meat is actually much lower in fat than uh, cow meat. But is it gluten-free? I don't give a shit. <laughs> Listen, I started drinking oat milk. <laughs> and by oat milk, I mean sometimes when I have oatmeal, there's too much milk. And you're just like, mm, and I'm like, ooh. I'm going to drink this. <laughs> I'm gluten-free now. <laughs> Stupid. And then I tell everyone I have celiac disease. Yeah, and you're like, ooh, I can't. I, I'm, I only drink the little bit of leftover water that sat in my oatmeal that I called oat milk now. water, milk. I'm so you pour, you pour actual milk in there? Yes. You're fucking <laughs> dumb <laughs> I didn't want it to be thin oatmeal. I'm not I a heathen. To be rich. <laughs> and then I put milk, cow milk, inside of my oatmeal. <laughs> it's oatmeal. It's still gluten free. It's not dairy. <laughs> You're a fucking moron. <laughs> I'm not a heathen. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ooh, that got me sweating. Uh, oh man. Um, well. <laughs> yes. I, I drink coconut milk. So I put milk in my co- <laughs> I get flakes of coconut. <laughs> and I put them in my milk. The sugar coconut flakes. Yeah. The fl- yeah. <laughs> That you use for baking. Yeah, exactly. That, you know, the ones that are super sweet and all full of sugar. Yeah. Just pour that into... I mean, how do you make chocolate milk? Do you get milk from the chocolate? No, no. you put chocolate in the milk. So to make coconut milk, you put coconut so you make coconut milk. <laughs> oh my god. This is a waste of my fucking time. I don't understand how people can drink almond milk, because how do you not choke on the almonds? <laughs> it's just full almonds. It's just chunky full whole almonds (laughs) i mean i guess you could slice it's like uh, yeah you could have sliced almonds then it's like almond cereal Ooh, Ooh, basic four yeah i think i'm gonna start eating cereal again eat muesli no (laughs) no i'm gonna go for something like well apparently i was listening to npr this weekend um and there was Was a shortage was it tyree what's her name Terry Gross. Terry Gross. No. I was so close. No, this was uh, Jason Segal. I almost Segal. said Tyree Wilson for some reason. I don't, I don't know who that is. She is a... Entrepreneur. World famous... Uh, Dog show showman. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She loves Lhasa Apsas. Who? Isn't that, Lhasa Apsa. Isn't that an alpaca? No, it's a dog. Oh. Like a tiny little... Ew. With lots of fur. Ew. Anyways, uh, there is a shortage of grape nuts. Who? Grape nuts. What the fuck is a grape nut? 
Grape nut cereal. <laughs> what is that? It's a cereal that you can chip your tooth on. Oh. It's very uh, hard. Uh, my favorite is Count Chocula. I love I'm just kidding. I'm an elderly woman. Mm. My favorite is probably Honey Bunches of Oats. Oh, I love Honey Bunches of Oats. The little I bit of honey also in there. will not lie that I like Special K as well. Uh, I'm not crazy about Special it's K. It's not worth it because I it's not much. I love Raisin Bran, though. Oh, I do too. I love uh, Raisin what's Bran. What's the ones that are just like the little, like, rec- or not rectangle, ovals, and they're just like, f- they're, they're just. Those are Cheerios. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Okay, how are they different? Uh, they're just like fiber fiber O's, essentially. No, there's nothing in the middle. They're they're like quite large. Um, they're I feel like Wheaties. They're, no, <laughs> I hate Wheaties. I think those things are I fucking like Wheaties. nasty. No, Wheaties are gross. Um, also, let's talk about how I love cinnamon toast crunch. Not the shrimp part, but <laughs> that's my favorite part about it. <laughs> the crunchy shrimp tail. <laughs> um, <laughs> now with more shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> it's 50% more shrimp. 50% more shrimp. Now, um, no, I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but only when it's crunchy. So when I was younger, I used to, like, have the box next to me and, like, pour a little bit in and then, like, eat that all. And then pour a little bit more in and eat that all because I could not stand whenever they got soggy. And they got soggy fast because they're little flat fuckers. Um, you are psychotic. You know what gets fast? Uh, gets soggy quicker than... You know what gets fat soggy? Fat soggy <laughs> before uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Uh-huh. Do you remember Golden Grams? No. Golden Grams did. I never had Golden Grams. Oh, is that the teddy bears? Uh, I think it has a teddy bear on it. No, I thought they were shaped in teddy bears. No. No! Those are teddy grams. Isn't that what you just said? No. I said Golden Grams. Oh. I also really liked O's, Golden O's. That's so Cheerios, Cheerio, honey. But there was oats inside the whole of the Cheerio. Okay, well... <laughs> also, I liked Pops and Apple Jacks. But I really liked Reese's... Oh, Apple Jacks. Reese's Puff cereal. I did not, because I wanted my Reese's Puff to taste like Reese's. And it doesn't. And it does not. No. It just tastes like an, a fucked up Cocoa Puff. And when I was a child, I thought I liked Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp no, was a terrible that's nasty. cereal. Absolutely not. Terrible. But Anything I do remember that licensed... cracked out uh, dog that was on the commercials. Cookie Crisp! Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I will also say this. Any cereal that is licensed to a movie or television series besides, I guess, Pebbles, is garbage. Straight hot garbage. When I was a kid... I didn't even like Fruity Pebbles. I didn't really like Fruity Pebbles either. I like Fruit Loops. I like Fruit Loops. Um, They had Atlantis cereal. Mm -hmm. Garbage. Gross. Well, yeah, because you're buying it because the kid is like, oh, look! There's the guy from Atlanta's on it. I had never saw that movie, and I never wanted the cereal. My mom just probably, it was on sale or something. I was obsessed with that movie. I hated it. Well, fuck you. I was like, why is why are they underwater? <laughs> they were trying to find Atlantis. What, well, why can they breathe underwater now? They weren't breathing underwater. They were in a cave. And there's air way down there at the bottom? Where'd the air come from? Yeah. Where'd the air come from, mama? But also the air, I feel like, is highly poisonous. So, uh, anyways... It's very carbon dioxide heavy. <laughs> anyways, um, a recent Gallup poll shows <laughs> that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. 
If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our pets? Baked Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and their dogs. And Baked Bones has your dog covered. Baked Bones! Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15. Baked Bones is an LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Baked Bones are now available at Man Ready Mercantile in Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Big bones. Love that. We always create such like great tune. Mm -hmm. I feel like we need to release an album, a Christmas album. You think we should do that? I think we should release Christmas. We should release an Easter album. Hey, bunny. What are you doing around the house? Jesus is coming back to town. <laughs> so put your eggs in the backyard. And let the little kids find them. Love that. Oh, or no, wait. And then it just ends with Easter. Easter. No, whisper. It's just a whisper. Easter. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And then um, it's chimes. But you just like draw a finger across it. So it's just like. Oh, we're going up. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. That would be very peaceful. I'm going to do a little bit of. A little bit of interpretive dance as well. While it happens. It's a video. Oh, we're going to do a music video with it too. No, no, no. It's more of like a immersive experience. Oh, is it like the. What was Beyonce? Lemonade. It's a visual album. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. Lemonade was a visual album. Um, yeah, we could do that. We can do that. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, okay. Well, no, I don't want you there. It's a visual album for me, and you can be on a Zoom call, so it'll be two screens. <laughs> it'll be me on the one side, very well produced, and then you on the other side, and it'll just say CW with a circle. So you're basically talking about Canada's Drag Race uh, promo with Brooklyn Heights and mm-hmm. uh, Stacey um, McKenzie. When Brooklyn Heights is like ring light, full produced, like green screen, and she's standing there looking fucking stunning, and then Stacey McKenzie's like full on, just like up the nose shot, I love the nostrils, <laughs> just straight like right across her her mouth, and all you can see is her forehead. She's literally and, doing this, <laughs> and everything in like the back room, and she's just like, "Yeah, I'm so happy to be on this again." And Brooklyn's like, "Oh, look at me, model. Look at how gorgeous I am." And <laughs> Stacey McKenzie's like, like she "I don't give a fuck." Yeah, that. That's what I want. Okay. 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 Am I getting paid more? No. Oh. Are we getting paid at all? You're not getting paid at all. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what? Um, I will uh, call the police on you. Oh, that's a positive And use some of... My tax dollars are also yours. Oh, hey, Mr. Policeman. Look at how not dusty. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how not dusty it is in here. 
I still don't understand what nobody gets about that pickup line because did it work? Yes, so, it did. Oh, yes. Because he rolled high enough for it to work and I have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> Look at how dusty it is in here. No, it's not, not dusty. Look at how not dusty it is in here. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't need anybody else's approval. No criticism. I think is sexy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you a lack somehow of did dust. A... Definitely hot, very sexy. Hot. Just right on point. Well, we're talking about our Dungeons and Dragons experience. It was a wild ride. <laughs> it was a wild ride that I feel like went by very fast. Okay. I was like, we didn't really do anything. Do anything. Yeah, we stayed out. We went. We took you to the hospital. We then talked to each other. And then stole some shit. Well, Slavoba stole some shit. And I <laughs> While you were having sex, you. yeah. Um, yeah, we didn't do much. We found out... Oh, we had to go to a um, a funeral. A funeral. And yeah. I tried to have sex with someone else. And everybody was like, stop doing that. Stop and then trying I, to push oh, that. I yelled at someone. I was like, no, go fuck yourself. And I, I made him go away. But I'm sure he will come back. Anyways, that's, well, this is not the Our Dungeons & Dragons podcast. This is our Rupee podcast. Welcome back to uh, episode 12, season 13. Yeah. Hey, Spencer. Hey. Welcome back. I'm glad to have you back on my podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm going to disconnect your mic. <laughs> I feel like it already is. Let me just... <laughs> just there we go. Oh, that sounds much perfect. better. You can't hear my screeching anymore. I'm back. Uh, anyways, um, you want to talk about some Ruby things? Let's do it. Okay. Well, we walk back into the work room after Tina's finally gone. Oh, my Fucking God. finally. It took us this long. Uh, and all the girls are acting like uh, she was such a sweetheart. Like, oh my Where? God. Who? Tina was just like Tina's the best. Tina's a bitch. This is, I, she's one of our sisters and blah, blah. I was like, I don't feel like any of you guys had an actual like intimate moment with Tina. The only person that we got to see an intimate moment with was Elliot with two T's with Tina. Everyone else is just like... And Elliot was like... <clears throat> I mean, they talked about their depression. They both cried. But like... All right. And Tina was just like... Hey, the producers told me to come over here and say that you're having a really rough time. And do you need any help talking Honestly, about it? Honestly. Because I feel like Tina didn't actually care. Mm, no. I don't think Tina cares about shit all. She didn't have a motherly bone in her body. So it makes me wonder, like, do you have any drag children? I don't think she does. That's probably for the better. Mm -hmm. Ooh! Uh, anyways, um... Because she's been doing drag for... 13 4 billion years. years? Exactly. Also, I love that all the drag queens are using, throwing around the word legendary for, for uh, Tina Burner. And <laughs> Bianca Del Rio gets on and says, uh, All of you guys are using the word legendary very loosely here. <laughs> and I was like... Because <laughs> they were like... Uh, she was like, if, if she fucking won... Well, she didn't say that. She was advertising the Tina uh, Turner documentary... Just coincidentally, uh, coincidentally, when Tina Burner Burner got sent home uh, by talking about legendary, she's like, "Well, if you want to see legendary, go look at the Tina Turner documentary." And I was like, "You're mm. shady ass cunt," and I love it. That's um, what she's known for. That's exactly what she knows for. Known for. Um, another Utica comes in. Another spouting, shady ass cunt. Some some spouting some bullshit talking about. I think that I think that I should have gone home. Tina deserves to be here more than me. But then she was like, well, how did I do in the lip sync? I was so happy to lip sync. I loved it's it. such an honor to do it. I love I love doing those lip and syncs. Also, They're so nice. I, I can't even blame the edit here because it literally was one it was take. it was one take. Like she was crying and then all of a sudden she was like, 
what? But I just feel really good to lip sync. And I was like, that was you all in one psycho. take. You didn't change. Like, if you, if that was, if you were crying, that was a very fast recovery. Or and two, you, have you were black faking it. Tears running from your eyes because of your makeup. Exactly. So they would run. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I'm thinking that this was fake. But I mean, she could have teared up and like nothing came out because that happens to me a lot. But never happens to me. Yeah, because your tears come come out of your face very rapidly. Um, it's just like projectile cries. That's my attack as a Pokemon. Yeah, it's just like cries. <laughs> <laughs> water spout but tears just <laughs> straight across all of Johto there you go Johto mm-hmm. oh my gosh uh, that was a very long time ago um anyways uh, I'm not current on Pokemon yeah want... you have not played Galar region have you no no mm. I stopped at Sapphire oh that's Hone Hoenn. Hoenn. Hoenn region. What was the one after that? Fire red. Emerald Something green. Something starts with a U. No. That's, that's a remake, girl. Yeah, I Ooh. know. But that was next. I had a bite here. And then uh, No, X, I'm talking about Diamond, Diamond and Pearl. No! Diamond and Pearl was next. And then uh, Black and White was next. And then Black and White 2 was next. And then X and Y. Oh. And then Sword and Shield. Oh, there's also Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire somewhere in that mix. Oh, but, that's what I want to play, Omega Ruby. Yeah, but that's for the 3DS, which is why I never got it. Because I have to have a 3DS. And I was like, I'm not going to spend money on a 3DS. Actually, I think I do have a 3DS. Well, you no, can... I have a Nintendo DS. Yeah, I have a DS. Anyways. Adidas? Uh, they are coming out with a remake of Diamond and Pearl on the... Um, light switch on the yeah just straight up on the light actually on the the fridge the you know the fridge <laughs> that, at my house that has a little camera thing on there uh it's you just play can it i play a, it on my toaster yeah honestly nowadays you can connect everything so why I'm not gonna. do you uh, write tweets from your your fridge i have not you should but also it's not it's a shared fridge so i would prefer not having allowing savannah and aaron access to my twitter why? Because you don't want to see them. You don't want them to see all your porn links. I feel like everyone sees the porn links, anyways. <laughs> we we do because we're your friends. But yeah, if you follow I guess Savannah me, does, but Aaron doesn't. Oh, that's true. That's valid. I just love that the, when our straight when my straight friends follow me and like I don't some I have tried to stop liking uh, inappropriate photos from my um, main account. Yeah, um, Oh, you have an alt account. I do have an alt account. Um, but I've tried to stop liking it from my main account because I have gotten criticisms from my straight friends that are like, I just saw dick. Just full on dick. So I'm like, okay, but it probably shows up as like a because you follow Chris situation. And I haven't even liked it. It just thinks that that's what you want to see because you follow me. So that's on you. <laughs> so unfollow me. Stop being my friend. I, I warned them. I was like, it's very gay. So if you want to follow me, you can. Journey into the abyss with me. <clears throat> Especially because Lauren and Jamie warned our friend Mariah about it. Um, and she logged and into she, Twitter and just saw a full hole. Just in my asshole. Just right there. Uh, no. they were. She was like, well, I followed Chris for two weeks now and I haven't seen anything. And they were like, you will. You will. <laughs> and I was like, mm, yeah, watch out there. <laughs> all all my Twitter, I never do anything on Twitter. So yeah, you just send me random shit sometimes. Yeah. So all my Twitter is going to be Suez Canal memes. 
<laughs> from now on, forever. Je- well, you sent me, what, six today? <laughs> no, I sent you six total. I don't think so. <laughs> and I've been holding back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I follow his account on Instagram, and I really just need to start screenshotting them and sending them to you, uh, because he is obsessed with the Suez Canal memes, so he's just been posting them, like, constantly. It flickered. Oh. Um, so I should just screenshot it and just send them to you. That's what our entire text chain can be. Yeah, I'm okay with just that. Suez Canal memes. My but favorite one that unstuck. I saw today that I didn't uh, show to you was uh, the Evergreen Ship. Uh, stuck between the Yucatan Peninsula and Florida, and that's what's going to protect us from hurricanes. There you go. <laughs> that's how you stop hurricanes. Yeah, especially since the the Galveston hurricane. Um, oh, a Yucatan to Florida. Yeah, because that makes sense. Anyways, um... so Utica thinks that she's a lip sync assassin. Oh yeah, I would not. I would not agree that to mm-hmm. her. And that's what uh, she asked. Like, what do you think? And Rosé was like, because no one wanted to answer, and they kept on going to Candy's face, because Candy apparently does not Candy like... Candy looking around, looking like trash. Yeah, because she's wear, still wearing that fucking alien. Um, it's just messy. Everything is so it's messy. It's so messy. Even and her makeup. The entire look is just absolute garbage. I know that Lauren doesn't listen to this podcast, so She Lauren... stopped listening to the first episode uh, of our Rupee podcast, because uh, you didn't know that Bitch Puddin won the uh, second season, or was on the second season, so she stopped listening. <laughs> I knew that Bitch Pudding was on no, the second season. No, you didn't. I had to tell you. No. Yes, go listen to our that. Ruby podcast episode one. <laughs> Well, Lauren's got some uh, commitment issues that she needs to address, but also she's um, she's, she's a wrong. terrible judge about drag queens, so I don't give a fuck anyway. Because she's in love with candy. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, look at your choices. What, what, what Honey, are you doing? What, what, what are you doing? Uh, we've had many arguments oh. on the uh, Instagram. She or not, stopped the... listening to my opinions at the first episode. The first she doesn't episode. like me. <laughs> she didn't like your opinion. She didn't, doesn't mean she didn't like you. Oh, and it wasn't even an opinion. She doesn't like me. <laughs> I didn't say she didn't I'm like you. fuck her tree. <laughs> That's a... No, I'm not even going to explain that. I don't give a shit. Uh... <laughs> Fucker tree. Just do it. I'm gonna oh, do it. Just ride it. Like I feel like the tree's gonna <laughs> attack you. What's your emergency? Hi, there's a man outside. He's having sex with my tree. <laughs> what kind they, of tree is it, ma'am? Do they, it's an oak tree. <laughs> she doesn't know what kind of tree it is. And <laughs> she's trained in biological knowledge. So she's a dumbass. <laughs> mm. We're still talking about Dungeons and Dragons. Uh anyways, so Rose is the only one who really answers when she goes. How did how did I how did I do? And Rose is like, well, you played a character and it obviously served you well. And like her her, um, I feel like she insinuated is like, I don't think you did well, and I don't think that you were the one who should have stayed. But obviously, you did something, and the judges saw it and they liked it. So you're still here. <clears throat> and they immediately move on. They go to the couch. Uh, they go and congratulate uh, Rosé and Simone on their double win. And Candy's mm-hmm. so sad that she didn't get to win, too. She's like, well, She's next like, time I'm going to win. She's like, next time I'm going to win. She sounds like Grimace <laughs> from the McDonald's people. She, she also looks like, like a garbage like disposal. There you go. <laughs> that, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Talking about being a challenge winner. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Like, girl, did you look in the mirror? This is 
a major reason why you have not won any challenges because every look you bring it's looks trash. like garbage. Looks like you f- physically scavenged it. Correct. Like, what did you pay for? I, I don't know. Um, you won the blow-up doll at Chuck E. Cheese because you got 10,000 tickets. How much did that... I want to know how much the outfit cost her. Because I'm pretty certain that you could have made that for... 15 50, bucks. I would have said 50, but... Yeah, 15 maybe. A green leotard. Mm-hmm. Or I guess... Bodysuit. Bodysuit. Honestly, you can buy those morph suits for like 15 bucks online. Yeah. And just cut out a face. A, a 30 cent alien... <laughs> blow-up doll, doll. Mm. and then you found some fabric that had fur and you taped it to your tits and your tits and pussy pussy. yeah pussy 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 uh yeah that's no 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 no. i hate um i i don't care for candy yeah i'm not gonna say i hate her Mm. anyways i think uh, candy should go home (laughs) she should have gone home instead of the fucking double save exactly the double save should have been olivia and denali Okay. I was watching a uh, a video on the YouTube's today mm-hmm. about uh, Tamisha Amon mm-hmm. saying she has some tea, Ooh. but she has an NDA, so she can't talk about it. But uh, it the man who made the video and watched her live stream was like, "These are the six reasons why everybody thinks that season thirteen is rigged." And what were the six reasons? Well, the six reasons why were um, I should go back and look, but. Uh, it's Bussy Queen on YouTube. She'll, uh, it's Drag Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is the obvious, which is the the matchups for the first lip sync. Mm-hmm. So they were like, we pair these people together because we know what they're going to wear. We know if they're good lip syncers by past performances. We know if they have fashion. Mm-hmm. We know if they're likable characters. So basically knowing whether or not who, they, they knew, knew who to put win. in the pork chop and who to put in the winners. Yeah. Um, they knew they were talking about uh, Candy Muse and being good TV. Um, they talked about the double save because of Candy Muse being a, a good uh, TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were there were other reasons. Let me go look at them. Tamisha Mon having some tea about some shit. Well, also they fucked with Tamisha because Tamisha said that she did not tell anyone about her colostomy bag until after. She was eliminated. Mm-hmm. So they were asking about her her shape on stage, and she just said that she she had medical concerns. Mm-hmm. But then they brought it out that they were like, "She's got a colostomy bag. That's why she's doing that." Mm-hmm. Um, just in a very shady manner. All right. So they basically like forced her to to do that to say that in the confessionals. Yeah. Ooh, girl, we got some hot tea, do so, we? So, let's see. Um, Tamisha Mon is not airing her, um, or promoting her unaired runway looks. She's not releasing any of them mm-hmm. because she's angry. Mm-hmm. Um, the lip sync twist, uh, the all of the um, season 13 runways were photographed before the competition. So they know what everything looked like. They didn't just say, you know, I'm wearing an alien mm-hmm. they saw a picture of it the so they made them it. show all of their outfits throughout the entire season yes that's kind of fucked up um the bag ball got mick versus utica i don't remember that one the bag ball got mick uh she's that got mick was the one who wore the um oh she won that challenge and, and 
um, Utica wore the sleeping bag. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. should have mm-hmm. won that. Yeah, that's that's one of the the rigs. Uh, judges double standards of Tamisha's el- and Tamisha's elimination. Can't even use favoritism. Mm-hmm. Uh, the makeover challenge and Denali's elimination. Um, they uh, were suggesting that uh, Olivia should have been the one to go home for that. Oh yeah. Um, soda pop ads and a uh, gotnik favoritism. Um, they said that uh, the it shouldn't have been a double win on that one. It should have been a Simone only win, mm-hmm. um, and that Gotnik was not good. They didn't think that it was great, so that they they thought Gotnik should have been in the bottom. Hmm. Um, who wait? Who was in the bottom for that? Olivia and no no Utica and no not Utica. Yeah, Utica Tina and no, yeah, yeah, Tina, Tina and, and Utica. Utica. Okay, so they think that Got Mick and Utica should have been the ones in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. All right, I'm agreeing with those things, but also okay. So I do have to admit that like I've lost my lust for this season because of certain people who have gone home uh, and certain people who have not gone home. Yeah, I Denali mean, should still be here. Denali should still be here. I think that Tamisha should have made it further than she did. Um, Lala Ree should not have beaten. Tamisha, Elliot with two T's should not have beaten Tamisha. No. Um, uh, Denali should still be here. The fact that she did not beat out Olivia and Candy uh, irritates me because both of them have not been presenting good enough drag to me when Denali has been. Which is something else they suggested that um, I, I guess I did just rolled over, but um, that runways are not playing a part. Yeah, that's what it looks runways like. Runways don't have anything to do because with Denali this. has not given us a bad runway from what I can remember. Yeah. I'm Candy's not certain giving that... a shit after shit. Team is giving a shit after shit. I cannot remember a single time that I pooped one of Denali's outfits, but I have pooped almost every single one of Candy's and Tina's outfits. So it's like these runways obviously are not mattering at all. So then it comes down to like, okay, I think that Denali is a better drag queen than both of those people. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of getting people together on drag race is to see these drag queens from across the country. And now across the world, and compare their drag to each other. This is not. I understand that there's a va- factor of reality TV, but this is not just reality TV. We need to also be looking at their fucking drag, okay? Uh, so seeing drag queens that are not as good as the other people who have been eliminated irks me. Yeah. Anyways, we got way off topic, and we've <laughs> yes um, gone so far. Then we leave. <laughs> New day the in the workroom. We yep. go into the workroom, and then a day. Um, uh, Simone's talking about her four wins. Yes, mama. And she's feeling high on that, but she also knows that RuPaul uh, could still pull, pull a fast one. Mm-hmm. Which, good girl. Look over your shoulders. <laughs> that RuPaul does indeed pull. Mm-hmm. Um, so, comes on talking about fighting. RuPaul's is coming on talking about fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, you better meet me out in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. What's it going to be about? Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> RuPaul comes in um, and... Uh, introduces the mini challenge Uh so the mini challenge is a makeup tutorial with the new norvina palette from anastasia uh groups are utica and gotmik simone and olivia candy and rose and they have to um do a little skit of one person is the arms and one person is the face and they they tape a makeup tutorial i'm not gonna lie i like this mini challenge i think it's hilarious i I love the ones where they do that it has like somebody's arms and somebody's legs and I think those are funny. Yeah. Um, uh, Rose and Candy are up first. And Candy's just 
doing whatever the fuck she wants and rose is just trying to make it work i agree through it. candy had no idea what she was doing and did not react to what rose said at all to make this funny so uh, the way that i think it should go is the person who's the face should be speaking and then the person who's the arms should be, be reacting. reacting and candy took control with the arms like girl you're not the one in charge here yeah the one who can see is in charge <laughs> mm-hmm. so candy is trying to be messy with the makeup uh-huh. and rose just tries to keep it going and she does well because rose is rose and she's quick witty mm-hmm. quick and witty um quick witted is what i was going for sorry um but yes so rose was the only one who saved that to make it funny because candy was just going to town and i'm like this is not funny yeah um and then it goes to simone and olivia and this is where the r movements Makes cracked sense. me up because olivia did exactly what she was trying to be Simone with the, the Ebony Enchantress. And it was like, ooh, mm-hmm. ooh. The problem is that Olivia was too scared of, I guess, hurting Simone or doing anything bad to Simone. She didn't put any makeup put on no her. no makeup on her. I did love the, and we're going to start that right now. And then she went straight into the oh, yeah. face. I love that. Um, also, when she was like, we're going to do a smoky eye. And the best place to start your smoky eye is, is your on chin. your chin. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Um, Simone really sold it to us, mm. and Olivia was a little bit skittish. She but was I hesitant. Think she did, did fairly well. Her hand movements did great with reacting to Simone, but it, she didn't do anything to Simone's face. Yeah. Uh, while Utica, on the other hand, <laughs> with Gottmik. This took is my it, favorite one. This is my favorite one, too. Uh, because let me tell you, the Utica arms around tiny ass Gottmik with Utica's long ass arms is a creature of nightmares. I would, <laughs> I want a photo. I want, that's my Mona Lisa. Just full on, just like massive arms. Just like, and then <laughs> tiny head. Tiny big head. Wig. Yeah. Um, I thought they were the absolute funniest. Uh, got Mick talking about gluing her lips up and then putting the thing on her face. I died mm. when she was like, well, let's test this powder out. And she ate the powder. She's like, oh, he's got to make this make sure. And she's like, quality sure assurance. Quality. Like, <laughs> yeah. That is, that is, that is working. That's as comedy. A team. Exactly. Um, I thought this was the funniest one. Um, by far. By far. Yeah. By a long shot. I also agree. I'm positive that they won the mm-hmm. mini challenge, but apparently we're wrong. We have to give it to Rosé and Candy, apparently. Um, because I, the, RuPaul, of course, had to throw in the, well, the funniest face wins. And somehow Rosé's face was funnier than Gottmik's. But uh, also I love whenever Gottmik was getting down. She's like, yeah. oh, I think this looks pretty good. This looks like a, a typical Gottmik face. face. <laughs> I was like, Gottmik, you were so fucking funny, and you don't even know it. Like, you have no idea that you're this funny. This off the cuff. Yes. Stupid. Exactly. So, like I said, Candy and Rosé won. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, the main challenge of the week is the roast. Nice girls roast. Um, of Miss Congenialities, mm-hmm. Valentina, Nina West, and Heidi in Closet. Mm-hmm. Um because Candy and Rosé won the mini challenge, they got a uh, $25,500 $2, worth of Anastasia Beverly Hills makeup. Yeah. But also, they could just decide the order. The order. Um, yeah. And then they get to decide the order. And yeah. they, they do it in a way that's not shady at all. It's the, confusing because Rosé's like, oh, the coveted spots at the beginning of the end. It's like, no, 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 no. No one wants the beginning and the, the end. The coveted spot is the direct center. Uh-huh. You don't... To just be like, 
nothing before me was good. This is the highlight uh-huh. of the show. Everything else is going to be shitty. Uh-huh. That's where you put yourself. So the fact that Rosé was like, oh, this is the best spots. They have never, in the history of RuPaul's Drag Race, since they started doing roast back in what, season five? I would argue a little bit, but continue your point. Personally, I would love to go first. I think going first is an, a good idea. I love first. I don't, I think that getting a, uh, I mean, if you're good at, like, you've created a, a flow and a mm. rhythm to your, your roast, I think going first is not a problem. No. Because there's nobody to show you up. But see, I think that I'm funny. And I think that that could... I think you're not funny. But also, you were at my party whenever I, I wrote the roast. I and wrote... I did very well. People but left. I time. also did very well. Because I wrote a, a roast for 18 people. I must people. have been in the bathroom. <laughs> I liked my jokes. I think there was only one that kind of flopped. So what it's was your like, joke about me? I don't remember. It's written somewhere. That was two years ago, girl. You know what mine was for you? What? You're ugly. <laughs> you're ugly. You, you're terrible. I hate you. Yeah. Um, a lot of people did really well at that roast, and I really enjoyed that. I was like, oh, my God, I've got some comedy queens as friends. Um, but I... My favorite part was when you went home during that challenge. I was at home. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about something else. Oh. When you bought that nice, expensive dress, and you went home. Oh. Home. Yeah, I spent $150 on a fucking dress and I went home. Mm-hmm. No, I'm talking about my birthday, bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we didn't do a roast. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm just trying to remind up. you of poor poor memories. Horrible things Shut that happened to you. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, Do you remember your pancreatitis? <laughs> <laughs> you've had it five times. You don't have after a pancreas you had, Yeah, after you had your pancreas removed. Do you still have a liver? Mm, no. It's decrepit. <laughs> it's a cavern honestly there's a, it's just a hole there's a big water wheel that uh-huh. the water comes down and it the alcohol powers the yeah the alcohol comes down it powers the wheel and the wheel uh squeaks feeds gremlins who who take the alcohol one by one they're goblins and they throw it they're like take this kidneys take this but there's nowhere it. to put it so they just throw it against the wall yeah uh, really Honestly, they stick it in the appendix and said that'll. Your liver them, right? is, has Keebler elves, but they're goblins. They're not the cute Keebler elves, and they don't make cookies. They just make gallstones. So it's Keebler elves turned inside out, mm-hmm. melted a little bit. So just terrible intestines and yep, just shitty organs. Anyways. Um, so yeah, they they're deciding the order, and they decide that oh, and uh, they both want to go first. And Rosé's like, you know what? Actually, I'll close the show. I'll be good at this. Uh, so she allows Candy to be the one at the beginning. I have no problems with Rosé going at any point in the show. I because I I have about confidence Rose. in Rosé. Uh, Candy doesn't have confidence in herself, which is why she put herself first. Mm-hmm. Um, Candy's not witty. Candy yes. can't come up with something. Candy can write it down uh-huh. and remember it, but she can't come up with anything. No. She'll just be like, "Bitch, you talk to me like that." Yeah. Um. So then Rosé's like, "All right, Who we can do this." She's Foghorn Leghorn. Oh. And I do say, "Oh, that was racist too." There's a lot of things from our childhood that are very racist. Who's the Foghorn Leghorn racist against? Everyone. Yes. He was super Southern redneck. Well. Uh, mm. Did you know that Bugs Bunny is trans? 
Yes, I did know that. I read that. I thought uh, non-binary. No. Well, they didn't have a word for non-binary back then. Ungendered. So they, they, they called him trans. Yeah. Interesting. I love the, I wish you all a something, 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 where he's in a tuxedo. <laughs> It, it can be whatever you I want. I wish you all a... I have no idea what I'm talking about, but no, I like, do love it. I wish all Candy uh, Muse fans a very, very fuck you. Oh. Oh, the memes. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, yeah. The memes. Yeah, the memes. The memes. I got you. I thought you were talking about like something that like he did, and I was like, I don't remember. Or they did, I guess, now. I have to use they. They pronouns. But is it duck season? No, it's wabbit season. Oh, I'm Texas. hunting wabbits. Wabbits. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so then they list the order. It's Candy, Simone, Utica, Gottmik, Olivia, and then Rosé. And Simone, whenever Candy's like, I'm going first. And Simone's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you spent all the time over in the corner and you decided to put yourself first, yourselves first and last. Like, how the fuck does this make any sense? Simone is projecting, mama. Oh, yes, she is. Um, Simone and Gottmik didn't she... want the rose challenge. They, mm-hmm. they bond over that. She's nervous as hell. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, you've watched RuPaul's Drag Race at least for the p- past five seasons. And since season five, they've had to basically either have a roast or some sort of stand-up situation, haven't mm-hmm. they? Because yeah. season five, season six both had roasts. Season seven... Since All-Stars 2, I think. Uh, well, no, season five and season six had roasts. And then, because they had the roast of RuPaul and the roast of Michelle Visage. Mm. Uh, and then season seven, I don't think they had a roast. But then season eight, they had a roast. Season or uh, season seven, they did. I don't think they have a, had a roast. Did I don't think season eight had a roast either. When was Kimchi funny? Oh, that was Celebrity Drag Race that she was funny. Um, I think they did have a roast for All Star or season eight because I remember Bob not doing as well as they thought they would. No. No, because Naomi Smalls did a roast on season four, uh, All Stars four. But she did really poorly. Whatever. We'll figure it yeah. out. Yeah. Um, but then season nine, since season nine. So season seven and season eight, they didn't have a roast, I don't think. Or a stand-up challenge. No. Um, and definitely I'm sure they did not for season seven. Yes. And then season nine, they started doing either a roast or a stand-up thing. So, like, you've had to have a roast in some... You knew this was coming. So, like, you... Don't get bitter. Just, just get better. Get better. Just make uh, the mic make some squeaky noises. Exactly. Because Rose's over in this corner fully pulling an Alyssa. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I wrote that too. Yes, the exact same situation. She's like, oh yes, that's such a great joke. And I was like, girl. Well, in all reality, she was running through her own jokes. But see, that's smart. Them. I would be doing the exact same thing. I would that's be what like she be muttering them underneath my voice. Because that's how you create your flow. Just writing your little things down and saying, Yeah, I got it. It's like, no, no, no. That's not how you do that. As we'll see later, it helps you to get off book. Yes, exactly. Um, and they're all like, oh, Rosé's crazy as hell. I did write something uh, before that. Olivia is all scared and talking to Utica mm-hmm. and edited Utica being shady as fuck, telling Olivia originally that, oh, I, you're going to do so well. I'm confident you're going to do well. Immediately cuts to Utica in the back room and she's like, I'm the most worried about Olivia. Like, yeah, shady. Which is not the first time they've addressed this. Like, what the fuck? Uh, I just thought that was so funny. Like, LOL, bitch. Well, I don't know necessarily if that's shady. I think it's shady. I think that it's not um, 
It's not being a great friend. No, because I Be- don't lie to my friends. Pe- well, some people would rather you say, no, you're going to do great. It's going to be good. Don't worry about it. Where in, in but, reality, what Olivia did need was for somebody to say, you need you to need change to something. figure something out because you're uh, being a sweet goody two shoes is not, not going to work. Go. Exactly. Um, Which yeah. we all know in our head. It's just how do you bring that up to Olivia? Because is Olivia the person that's going to take that critique of I'm worried for you, girl, and just like be like, what the fuck are you worried about? Don't worry about me. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Leave me alone. I don't think Olivia would pop. I don't think like she that. would either. But. There's a chance nobody's done that. She's a sassy diva. Yeah, no one has ever had like a sitting down moment with Olivia. Also, I hate saying this, but she because she's in the top five five now. um, I feel like I still don't know who what Olivia is as a drag queen. Yeah, I don't think she belongs here. Because like, even I don't think so either. And like, I look back and I look at Utica, Denali, Tamisha. Like these drag queens knew who they were, and they didn't make it as far as. Uh, Olivia did, and Olivia's done well I mean, with Olivia's, the challenges. She's a good queen, but the 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 shtick, the mo is like cutesy, uh, little girl with a little bit of sassy diva. Like yeah. you can find a million drag queens out there like that. What makes you unique to Olivia Lux? Like mm-hmm. who is Olivia Lux? You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. That's just. That's just me, okay? Yeah, I'll get, go get us. You wanna, oh, you you're gonna go. Okay, you can get them. Um, yeah. So then we go into the rehearsals, and uh, I have to say the judges are getting us some uh good critiques here, honey. Excuse me. Um, because uh, as as we've seen in the past, there have been multiple people who have not been the most helpful uh in these situations, or more helpful towards other queens, and I'm like, girl. You can't just give some basic critiques and call it a day. Uh, so I did like that Michelle and Lonnie were both in there together uh, and able to give us some critiques, um, which was good. Uh, they tell Candy that she needs to enunciate more, which was a good critique for Candy because she needs to hear that. Um, Not even for this challenge. Just, just always. <laughs> just constantly. Um, Lord. Uh, they tell Gottmik that... Um, oh, can't... What did I say? Gottmik can't get everything in line. What does that mean? Doesn't know which drugs come. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because she couldn't figure out, like, all her cards and stuff like that. But the judges seemed to like what she was selling. They were just like, you need to fucking figure out your life. Um, Olivia, they say... Uh, well, I you... think Gottmik's problem is a rhythm. Yeah. Like, theirs is just... I mean, they're, the jokes are good. They don't know which way to put them. Mm-hmm. And it's Which not we even... saw with the branding challenge as well. She had no idea how to put these things together. And it's not even necessarily that they have to go in a certain order. It's just like... You have to create I've a flow. i this joke, and then who do I go to next? The obvious choice is this one. But uh-huh. Gottmik is like, it's this one or this one. Uh-huh. No, it's only one. Yeah. And, and... and she needed that help from... From Lonnie Love. That's the thing with the flow is that you typically have to create like a a hard-hitting joke and then maybe not so much and then like a hard-hitting joke and then maybe not – like that's your like ebb and flow kind of thing. You can't have too many flat jokes and too many like high jokes. You have to keep everything like very funny because if you hit a high joke, your low joke is going to be funnier because they're already laughing from your last joke. Like that's the the key here. 
Um, but we'll see that Gottmik really picks it up later. Mm-hmm. Um, Olivia, they say to give us give us more emotional depth beyond just her smile because they're like, you smile way too much. Yeah. And we love your smile, but like you have to give us something because this is a rose and you can be cute. But being cute, you have to take that dagger and fucking use it. Um, I showed um, two children that are around here. <laughs> Um, the Lady Gaga Rain On Me video. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's a good video. It's fun. This is a cool song. And they were like, we like the song, but why does Lady Gaga, why does she have a knife oh, in yeah. her leg? That, I forgot the knife at the very beginning. And I was like, oh. It was literally Fuck. in there for what, like two seconds? Well, then they then she pulls it out. Pulls it out. And they're like, <laughs> and then I was like, and, and this is why you cannot be on our spoopy podcast. No. <laughs> It's terrifying. Also, I was listening to my my scary stories the other day, and it was about this girl who um, was in a car crash, and she was feigning amnesia, and uh, pretending to. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I thought you said fainting, and I was like, like she has amnesia and just faints. Yeah. No. 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 She's feigning it and uh, faking. Yes. And she, uh, before she was in the car accident she was like having sex all the time and she was smoking cigarettes and doing drugs and all this all the cool stuff all the cool stuff she's one of the cool kids and then after she had her amnesia she was like this is the perfect time for me to turn my leaf over so i'm gonna be a good girl now and mm-hmm. they were like because i had told them about the story before because it wasn't it was somewhat appropriate i didn't tell them everything about uh-huh. it. but then they were like what's this one about and i was like it's about a girl who's forgotten something and... She lost her keys. <laughs> she is trying to be different now. <laughs> and they were like, that's not scary. And I was like, yeah, yeah you're right. Because <laughs> then, like, as she this guy, she had a twin that died. And, and the stalker of the twin did this magical spell to trick her parents to try to get with her. Lord. It, it's a scary story. Oh, okay. And then and they were like, so what's happening now? I'm like, she's getting better. <laughs> she's suddenly remembering things now. She's remembering things and stuff's better now. <laughs> they were like, that's not very scary. Yeah. We could listen to it. Why don't you just play it for us? No, I was no, like, no, no. No, no. Um... You remember that knife that you saw on Lady Gaga's leg? It's in there. It's in there. The it's same in one. This, this, it's here. It stabbed someone else in the leg. Yeah. It's not great. <laughs> um, LOL. Why did I talk about that? Uh, scary stuff? Oh, I don't know. Anyways, Olivia had some failing jokes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rosé is the captain of the ship, Mama. Oh, she is quite confident. The jokes are funny. There is rhythm. We stand. Michelle and Lonnie are not worried about her at all. Not whatsoever. Mm -mm. Um, I do have to comment on Lonnie Love, though. I watched a stand-up, uh special of Lonnie Love because I wanted to say I was like Lonnie Love critiquing all these people about being funny is Lonnie Love funny yeah Lonnie Love is not that funny I find her funny because I think that she's quick witted I found her very funny on Chelsea she's, Handler she's quick witted but yeah the jokes jokes that she writes are not like great yeah she was talking about trying to go to the royal wedding mm-hmm. she was like I took an ancestry tra- ancestry tra- ancestry test and I'm 10% British, so I'm related to the queen because she likes lime green. I like lime green. We both got purses that don't have no money in it. Um, yeah. Oh, that was, that a, was joke. a joke. And then she was like, yeah, so I'm trying to go to the I, – I, I filmed the show, and so 
Uh, they said that I can go to, uh, I have to wake up before in the morning and it's unscripted. So now I have a little bit of leeway if I want to get away with a question. One of my co-hosts was sick. So Mel B from the Spice Girls was on. <coughs> um, so I asked her the question. I was like, who do you know anyone going to the royal wedding? And uh, Mel B was like, yeah, all five of us are going. And so then it aired on live TV. And Lonnie of Love was like, now the queen got a uh, press notice that the Spice, they know the Spice Girls are performing at the royal wedding. And some woman named Lonnie Love asked that question on the real real. <laughs> and now she knows my fucking name. And now, yeah, still not funny. Yeah, I was not laughing. Oh, and well, maybe I just picked the have, wrong one. If you get enough drinks in me, and also if someone else has been funnier, I probably would have giggled or laughed a little bit. I Chuckled. would just listen to my own jokes in my head. I'm because so I am hilarious. <laughs> um, I liked her on Chelsea Handler, uh, because that's one of those like. And I know that it's not entirely off the cuff because I'm sure they ha- know what they're talking about and they, they have jokes written. Yes, um, but it was still like that interaction, that banter between two people that creates. I mean, the whole point of our podcast because then they had they typically with Chelsea Handler whenever she was giving us the ten minutes of her segment of like talking about news and making jokes about it, it was Chelsea and then three people. So it's typically like Ross, uh, Lonnie Love, um, uh, Wendy, something. See, for this challenge, I probably would have preferred Nicole Byer. Oh, absolutely. I think Nicole Byer is more universally funny. I absolutely. I had the exact same critique. I was like, I think Nicole Byer would have slayed this challenge uh, because she gives us enough comedy. Uh, I've watched her comedy specials before, and I think she's absolutely she's hilarious. Stupid She's funny. so stupid funny. And I think that she would have done a really good critique or even put Nicole Byer and Lonnie Love together. Surprise. Yeah. That would have been great because Michelle's funny, but like writing joke or even all three. Bitch, I don't even fucking care. Put all three judges there. I don't know. Um, uh, but you know who I probably would have preferred is um, that guy from The Biggest Loser. I think he was really... <laughs> he, was, ah! he was a great coach. <laughs> Um, he did not uh, the producers did not force him there to send Jan home no they didn't because he was hilarious and, and he was, he was so just good really at, telling the people how to do their thing at telling Jan exactly what she needed to do to make her commercial better and definitely told her uh, it was just Jan's fault you know no I still I blame Jan did that I still blame Jan going home on that guy so what is his name even? I'm trying to look it up right I don't now. fucking care. Bob. Bob. His name is literally Bob. 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 Bob Harper. Bob. Um, so then we get to uh, Simone Ye. Simone uh, And she's all nervous and uh, her jokes are quite long-winded. I'm like, honey. And they all require an explanation. Uh-huh. Every single joke has A an joke explanation. A joke is not funny if you, are, if you have to explain it. Uh, which is another thing with the roast is like whenever I was planning my jokes for the roast for my birthday party, I had to make sure that they weren't inside jokes. They weren't inside jokes. Exactly. And unless it was an inside joke that I knew I could get, that was funny enough for not understanding the inside joke that the person who got it was going to laugh a lot, but then everyone else, it was still funny to hear that joke because it just sounds absolutely ridiculous so then people will still laugh but without even completely getting it um and then also my order of the people that i was joking about like some people i knew and uh, they were all of course my good friends because it was my fucking birthday party um no i because i was there some people i was able to joke with 
and twist the dagger a little bit more than other people that I was slightly worried about. Uh, so I, of course, worked on that order to see, like, where can we go with this? And also, a lot of those people all knew each other. So joking about those people as well and about what they do and, you know, all that shit, they know about that. So it made it easier. So that's that's the point of this drag roast, is you have six drag queens that all know each other at this point, uh, judges who now know all these drag queens uh, and all e- each other. So, like... They can poke fun at the little things. The little things. You can poke fun at these little things because they all know and have been on tours with each other and performed with each other and blah, blah, blah. So, like, you can take it that far. You just need to be funny about it. Yeah. So then we get to, speaking of that, we get to Utica. And she, because I feel like she was challenged. So I'm not going to um, uh, give her any sort of benefit of the doubt for any reason. But when Michelle was like, oh, you really love to just like be joyous and blah, blah, blah. Like, do you think that you can do and like be mean is what Michelle asked her for like this roast. Um, And she was like, oh, I can do that. And all of a sudden she's like trying to, I feel like she was trying to prove something by being forcefully mean. I don't think so. I think that that's um that's deep down in her all the time. Oh, I agree. But I think that she was like it was a mixture of both. Like I agree that it was something that's deep down inside of her, but I also think that it was when she when Michelle was like, "Do you think that you can come out of your shell and do this?" I don't I don't it, it, yeah, that she was trying to prove Michelle wrong. But mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think that deep down she's like that and she also didn't know how to write a joke. Oh, I agree. I completely agree. Uh, I think she thought she was hilarious and she was not trying to be like, Michelle doesn't know what she's talking about. But she, even... No, she was exactly trying to be like, Michelle doesn't know what she's talking about. The part... She wasn't like, I'm going to show Michelle. She was like, Michelle has no idea how funny I am. Yeah. And the part that, that got me was... The, the reason why I said what I said is because even when the judges were like, maybe you shouldn't do this, she didn't stop. She, she kept twisting that dagger. She thought that she was having a rosé moment uh-huh. being like, yeah, I heard what you said. I'm going to throw this one back to uh-huh. you. Volley, volley, volley. Uh-huh. But and it was more of just like Even during rehearsal. Exactly. And it's like, the, the judges aren't joking with you here. No, Th- this is critique. This is critique, and you're still like trying to volley it back over. There's no ball, honey. No. There's no ball. Look you at said me making that a sports like... reference. I, I didn't get it, so Ooh. I just glazed over it. <laughs> um, Calling RuPaul Pumba. Mm-hmm. No, 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 not, not RuPaul. She said it to Michelle originally. No, she said it to RuPaul first. No. Yes. No, because she said she to said, Michelle. RuPaul has been loving Simone this whole time. It's like Simone and Pumba. No, she said Michelle. No, and that's why she, she asked Michelle. Michelle, you get that joke. No. Yes. No, 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 no. She. Why would she call RuPaul fat? RuPaul's not fat. She said that joke, and then Michelle said, what? And then she said, "He's. you've never seen Lion King. It wasn't at Michelle. It was at Michelle. We can watch it back later. Okay, I don't we think can. it was at Michelle. Anyways, she says, Michelle says that she's had children. Yes. And, and then, then she's, Utica was like, it looks like it. And that's what it's like read the room she's still not critique if she's critiquing you she's not volleying this back at you this is not a a, a, a banter forth. thing this is her telling you she's not bullying yes, i'm you. telling you that this joke is not working she's like oh i can tell you've had children it's like no she's not joking with you here this is not a joke this just a fact yeah <laughs> not a joke just a fact um yes so utica claims that in the back room she claims that she just likes observations it's like Oh, wait. I yeah, I was going to talk more about them. 
Um, yeah, she calls Nina fat, and then she calls oh. Lonnie Love fat to her face. To her face. Right there. And like continues a psychopath. And continues, like I said, to, to twist that dagger while Lonnie's like, this is harsh. It's probably not going to work. You probably shouldn't do that. She's like, oh, does that trigger you? Like, blah, blah. I was like, honey, she's telling you not to make the joke. And you continue to twist the joke thinking that you're being funny and that this is a volley. It's not. It's still not banter. It's just mean. It's still not banter. And then she goes in her confessional and says, oh, I just like jokes that are accurate. Absolutely accurate. And they're just observations. And so then I had to write something here by saying, uh, just pointing out point blank that someone is fat isn't funny. You can make a fat joke at a roast because nothing is off the table at a roast. However, there are some things that you have to take into consideration first off. First of all, you have to make sure that the crowd is warmed up. Uh, and actually believes that it will be a good fit for the crowd. Because if you're going to make a fat joke, it has to actually make sense. Because if you're going to be going for, if you're at a crowd for obesity, maybe making a joke for fat jokes is not the best idea. Uh, So reading the room. Number two, if it's actually funny, you have to actually create a joke that's funny. It can't just be like, oh, you're fat. You have to f- find a way to make it funny. Uh, Rosé and Gottmik later in the challenge make fat jokes and they were hilarious. So mm-hmm. taking those as fat jokes is funny because they created a whole joke around it. You can't just say, oh, you're a whale. Like, that's not funny. It's not funny. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, new day in the workroom. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rose just knows that she's like, there is, uh, there are strong people and low people here. There's no, like, anybody's game in the situation. And I'm like, I agree with you. <laughs> Especially after that rehearsal. But mm-hmm. we also have seen in the past rehearsals don't mean a thing, so. No. Um, <clears throat> and I, so, are you saying, um, that there is no front runner right now? No. You're not saying that. No. Okay. Because I agree with you. Because I would say that just looking at the jokes already, Candy and Rosé are doing very well. I mean in general, for the whole thing. Oh, for the whole competition. Oh, yeah. I think this is a front runner. Oh, who is it? Uh, Simone. Yeah, okay. Because I felt like they were trying to say that for the whole competition and not just for the roast. What? That there's no, like, Oh, no, she was the... talking about just the roast. Oh, Rosé okay. was talking about just I the roast. I didn't feel that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, I didn't write a whole lot about them, um, doing exciting. their makeup, because they were just, like, there was one read, um, that, uh, <laughs> Olivia was, like, to Rosé, you know, you proclaim yourself a comedy queen, and I think you proclaimed that longer than I've been even doing drag. Yeah. And Rosé was like, yeah, thank you for reading yourself, uh, Yeah, because it's true. Um, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. That was uh, good. But um, the, some of the queens did talk about using humor as a shield against um, uh, being gay. Things. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I have to actually agree with that. Well, I think both of us agree with it. We're on, we have two comedy podcasts. <laughs> um, our spoopy podcast is not really a comedy podcast. It's kind of more like a. Um, Do we not spend like two hours cackling about stupid shit? No, but like it's like a like a narrative on culture. Okay. Um. Anyways, 
<laughs> I think that they're both comedy podcasts because it's us two being stupid as fuck. Uh, and I've never once in my life been stupid. Mm, 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 never, mm. never. Anyways, but I think this is a thing that not only gay people have to go through, but anyone who goes through some sort of trauma that they use uh, comedy as a deflection, which is... Great. Literally the people that Utica's is making fun of. Yeah, Everybody. exactly. Um, so if you're making fun of people with uh, trauma, they already have enough trauma to be funnier than you. So it's not going to work because they already know. That's why I think Gen Z is so hilarious because they all are just like fucked up. Uh, and I also think that our generation, especially gays. I think our generation has like a weird fucked up. Like Gen Z is like, we're definitely, everyone is fucked <laughs> we're up. We're going like, to die because of global warming. Not all of you are that fucked <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. Gen Z is like fully, or, or Gen millennials are just like, look at this pink filter that I put on everything. Ooh. Everything's perfect. Ooh. I love it. Rar <laughs> means I love you in dinosaur. <laughs> I lost a tooth yesterday in my dreams and it means that I'm going to die tomorrow. <laughs> I just but talked I to my therapist. Got a croissant, bitch. <laughs> Look at my avocado toast. See, we're optimistic. But also, we just post uh, shit about our lives that are... That nobody needs Coping mechanisms. It's not healthy. But that's fine. I don't share anything with anyone. I just... You're talking in this podcast. Yeah. I don't share any Instagrams or Twitters or Facebooks or anything like oh. that. I'm just like... I'm gonna but the 500 hours of our podcast are not sharing any details about your no. life at all. No, it's just me trying to be empathetic with other people uh-huh. by looking at memes. You're just really trying to connect with middle America, aren't you? I am out there in the cornfields <laughs> every day, mama. Being like... Because you're, you're drinking the rum, or not the rum, the, the vodka that comes from the corn. Well, I ask the people, I squeeze the corn and I say, where's the syrup? Squeeze, and the motion that you just made is like ringing <laughs> like out a, a dish towel. Yeah, where's the syrup? <laughs> Some people said there was a big problem with the high fructose syrup. <laughs> I took the corn from the top. I'm ringing it. I'm ringing there's it. There's no, no syrup. syrup. Where's it at, girl? Where's it at? And then it's Jeepers Creepers, and I fall down a well. And then you say there, and I never have to record this podcast again. I wish. <laughs> I would be so lucky. Sounds like the blessing I'll in disguise. Pull my teeth out and make a necklace. There you and go. And skin jewelry. What's, what's weird about that? Are you Ed Gein? Nothing. That's what I'm hoping for. Ed Gein. So oh I don't have gosh. to record this podcast with you. Well, this, make, this makes me feel really great. It's intentional. <laughs> Stupid asshole. Uh, anyways, let's move on to, I guess, the rose. I didn't... I had a hard time describing looks and talking about... I didn't do looks. I just talked I about I didn't the... really either because none of them were that none great. None of them were good. So... Especially candy. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny was like, oh, I'm so beautiful tonight. Look at how beautiful I am. I was like, no, was you're like, not. You look like a... You look like You a, look like Grimace. No. And, okay. She looks like... Do you know who I actually think she looks like? She looks like the hostess from Hamburger Mary's. Okay, valid. Uh, but also, she looks like Peter Griffin. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Like, her face... Peter I mean, Griffin has better teeth. She doesn't... She doesn't have like I a don't even know if he has massive teeth. butt chin. He's yeah, I don't know. Uh, doesn't have a massive butt chin like or ball chin like Peter Griffin does. But it's she just, just looks big, like big high cheeks. Yes, 
<laughs> and giant eyeballs. Like, I don't know. Big high cheeks, Neanderthal forehead. <laughs> this is not Patty Pam Pam. <sighs> oh my god. <laughs> my favorite drag queen. <laughs> Patricia Pamela Pamela. <laughs> oh, I miss her so much. You're so stupid. She put in a Van Gogh painting. <laughs> Um. Anyways, uh, I thought that Candy started off the show pretty well. I have to give Candy that benefit. There. I do want. I just yeah. We talk about her being gorgeous. I'm like mom aware. Um. But yes, this day do- day Walker drag with the flat flat ass wig, and the dress didn't even get close show. to the floor. I'm like, if you were trying to wear a floor length gown, girl, you're wearing high waters. You look like you're about. I don't to- think she was. I think she was trying to be like a sexy club girl. Like a cocktail dress? Yeah. Because then that would be shorter. The link that she gave us was such a weird, like, like link. mid-shin. Because it looked like a high-water dress. How do you have a high-water dress? You look like you're about to be in Hurricane Harvey, honey. Sandy. It's New York. <laughs> Sorry. Hurricane Sandy. It, like, girl. But I do have to say that I think one of her funniest jokes was uh, the Jurassic Park joke uh, for Rue. Uh, saying that Jurassic Park brought back memories. I laughed. That was when I laughed the hardest at. Um, I liked her, her best joke for me was, um, I, 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 you know what I, this competition and the clinic have in common is I'm always waiting on results and one of them's going to be positive. I thought that Cause was Because then she funny. read herself and I thought that was funny. She was like, at least I know that one of them's going to be positive. Yeah. And I was like, you're a whore. You're a whore. So I'm thinking that it's not the judges' critiques that are positive, especially yeah. since you read yourself because you have you have one challenge. challenge. Uh, yeah, um, uh, I like to read for Michelle. I like to read for Valentina, Nina, and Lonnie. Um, but I do have the critique of she stole a li- she stole a joke, straight up stole well, a joke from Lady Bunny. That's the, oh from Lady Bunny. Mm-hmm. Oh, because Lady Bunny's biggest joke is I told RuPaul to act her age, and she died. Oh, okay. Well, then she stole it from... I didn't even know that. She stole it from Lady Bunny. Well, people have been memeing that everywhere. And I'm like, do you guys know that that came from Lady Bunny? I'm going to mm-hmm. start saying that. Uh, anyways, um, I thought she was funny regardless. Uh, so I had to reluctantly give her a spoop for her performance. I also did give her a spoop. Um, <sighs> but I... Does that make your teeth rattle? Well, I scratched it into my laptop. Uh-huh. On the screen. Uh, I didn't even type it. I just scratched it. With Some, a nail. There's just a like big carved scoop it. right here. Uh-huh. Yeah. So um, With blood. Just like wrote blood on there. Like, oh, I didn't well, want I, to do I this. I gnawed my finger down until the bone was kind of sticking out. Mm. And that's how I did that's it. That's you carved it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, next up to the stage was Simone. Girl, where are the jokes? Where are the jokes? I wanted to just state that Simone looks beautiful. She looks gorgeous. And that's about it. She had no punchlines. Her jokes, like, she had all this buildup to her jokes, and then she thought that she would, she made that joke. It was like running, you know, like there's a big separation between a, a cliffs, uh-huh. and you're trying to jump over the gap, and she's like running and running and running, and then she got to the, the very end, she fully stopped, and then just fell. And just slid down the, the, the hill, like... Not even slid, the, she stopped right at the, at the, at the edge of the cliff, uh-huh. And then jumped off. And just, like, toppled over. Yeah. Because, uh, like, she, some of the jokes she, she had some good build-up for. Like, the Valentina one, I could see where she was going with it. And then it just, like, full stopped. And then she, like, fell over. And everyone was just, like... Well, because she was counting on the, the funny part to be the... Mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. And 
Yikes. It didn't work. Mama, it did yikes. not work. Uh, girl, I just had to ask, like, where were the jokes? There was there no punchline. No and she held onto those cards so hard as her she crutch. She had white, nic- uh, white knuckles. Uh-huh. She was, uh. she was holding onto those things so hard. Um, that poor soul. I gave her a poop. Um, yeah. The only funny thing about it was the way that she speaks, which is what we always get with Simone. Um... Not a single joke. But you still need jokes from that. And that's the thing is like, girl, you got jokes from other things, even when you did improv. So why was this an issue? Well, there was one joke that did land and it was the only joke that landed that where she was like, Ross, I don't know how you do it sitting next to this, this man that's plucked and and, uh, prodded. And that man is Michelle. Yeah. Which was, it did get a couple laughs, so I gave but her the one laugh. that's the thing, is even when you have a high joke and you have just hit, not hit a single other joke, your high joke doesn't work. No. Because you didn't get to that point. So, that's the problem. Uh, yeah, it didn't work. I gave it a poop. It's a poop. She also called Heidi destitute. Yeah. And Heidi, like, it, well, it would have worked if you didn't, you, you can't use big words like that in a roast no. because people are fucking stupid. So you have to be just basic, simple, twisted dagger and go. Um, and it, she was like, what? I, Heidi was funnier by saying, I can't even spell that. So Heidi didn't even know what that meant. So she was like, yeah, I just knew that it meant something negative. So, all right. It's a poop for me, uh, Yeah. So then we get Utica up on stage, and she started off with one joke that was good. Well, she looks like Mary Poppins on acid first. Yes. Um, I love the look. Mm-hmm. It was very, uh, RuPaul said it was very Upper East Side. Uh-huh. It's kind of just like what I picture from like... Um, uh, a, a an illustrated book from the 60s of like this glamorous woman that lives in New York City. But goes to Woodstock for fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she she did get that first joke in. Um, but then everything was downhill after that, honey. Yeah. Like, absolutely downhill. Well, there there were two jokes. There was that joke, and then there was another one. Um, I don't remember what it was. I didn't write it down. Me neither. So the, her first two jokes were okay, mm. and then she immediately jumped. lost her steam. And then she jumped right into her... The critique, she did not take any of the critiques from rehearsal at all. No, because she, she calls Nina West a, a whale. Uh-huh. And nobody thought it was funny uh-uh. to start with. Uh, her joke for Heidi wasn't good. Um, the 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 one joke where she said Lonnie Love wasn't a good comedic- comedian. And, and Lonnie Love was like, you're the one that's bombing. And that got more laughs than anyone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, I was like, Lonnie Love just won the the challenge. <laughs> She's not even a comp- com- competitor. Honestly, the only thing that I have to give props to Utica about, I think I wrote the same thing, is because she got RuPaul to flick her off and gave. I don't know what. I think it's this. Oh, see, that's what I was thinking too. But I was like, because then I was thinking like this one, and I was like, that is the same thing as but flicking could someone see her off. Elbow. That's true. I mean, true, there was yeah. no elbows, so um, it had to be fisting. Yeah. Um, I thought that was the most iconic RuPaul insult that I think that we've ever gotten on this show. It's serious. It's like yes. right next to the fracking, and that wasn't even on RuPaul's Drag Race. That was on a, a live between Peppermint and, and Bob. Everyone is posting that picture of RuPaul, like because she's smiling. It's just like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah, when she asked her to stand up, I was just like, 
because everyone knows you don't when ask she, RuPaul to do anything well, on her show. Also, when she walks the runway, she immediately takes off whatever she's wearing and probably puts on basketball shorts and just sitting back there and takes off her heels. So she's not wearing that dress anymore. No, absolutely not. So that's why she was like, "Please stand up." And I was like, "You can't, you can't do that to RuPaul that's on like going RuPaul's to Drag Race and like." Ripping off the the Mickey's costume. Yeah, <laughs> you full on just took off you Mickey's just head. Destroyed the the what the most magical place in the world uh-huh. for a, a bunch of kids who were sitting there waiting to take a picture with Mickey. Exactly for for, for one joke uh-huh. for five seconds. Yep, uh, but I thought it was hilarious, but not in the way that Utica thought that it was hilarious. Yeah, me too. Uh, so I gave this entire performance a hard poop. It was a... So, I was nervous about it. I watched it for the first time yesterday, which is the longest I've ever waited. Oh, wow. Um, so, how did you see all these things on Twitter and not pique your curiosity of how she did? Well, I knew who had went home. Yes, I know, but if you... I knew that Utica went home before I watched the first time, because I watched it on Saturday morning, but I already knew that Utica had gone home. I got my vaccine on Saturday, uh-huh. and I went to bed at early. I have no idea what time it was, because I couldn't move. Oh. I was not interested in moving. I had to make dinner, which was a process. Uh, I was not interested in doing anything on Saturday. And then Sunday, I woke up and was also feeling somewhat the same way. And then I went to Dungeons and Dragons. And then when I got home, I fell asleep. And then I didn't do it. And then, of course, I have to entertain children. So Mm. on Monday, I took them to park. And I had to wait until Monday night to watch it. All right. I understand the process here. But I still feel like with you, you would have found a 10-minute potty break to (laughs) sit there and watch the rows. Well... (laughs) Saturday was a no-go for anything. I couldn't even... I feel like it would have probably been a problem for me to try to type out the address. Oh, I can't do anything. They're like, you have to select an email address. I was like... No. Honestly... I don't know any numbers. I could look at my fingernails for the same amount of time. (laughs) Ooh, that makes me worried about my second shot. And you only got one shot. I think the Johnson & Johnson is just different. A flurry. I was so tired. Well, I've heard that I've heard a lot of negative things about the second shot for both Pfizer and Moderna, and I'm like, ah, it's coming up. I've got one week, one week until I get it. I would highly suggest uh, not doing anything that day. Oh no, I have nothing else planned for the evening. Yeah, that's also our rest day for working out. So I'm like, I would also carry that over into the next day if I were you. Well, that's work. I can just call out the day before my last day. <laughs> I really would do that because. I woke up in the morning and I had to make pancakes and I was like, fuck, "No, these pancakes are gonna <laughs> fuck, fuck these me over." Pancakes. Well, maybe we'll see what happens. I can just call out and be like, "No, sorry, vaccine got me. Sorry, sorry about yeah. it." Anyways, anyways, uh, got Mick coming in hot. Oh my god, hot. she picked up the energy so fast because we had Candy who was really good, and then we had Simone who was terrible, and then you who was, brought us on our way down, and Utica just like, like dive bomb exactly, floor. and then Gottnick was like, "Bring it back up, girl. She's Let's like, do this." Hey, it, it was like Grandma. Mm-hmm. There's a stair here. Uh-huh. We're gonna use our left foot to step it up. It. It's an escalator. No, it's a full on elevator. Just like straight shot back up. Is like bring the energy up back back up to us, girl. Uh, One step up into the escalator. There you go. 
Um, she brought that up so fast, and I give her huge props for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Talking about Utica being a UTI. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, which w- she probably had written and planned to begin with, which <laughs> was, was like, funny enough, to, especially because Utica bombed. So uh, it was funny enough to bring up the energy real fast. Uh, my favorite jokes were when she talked about Lonnie Love. She said, I knew there was going to be budget cuts, but I didn't know it was going to affect the judges panel. I died. Um, uh, my dying moment? All of your hit song. No. Oh, no. Whenever she was like, oh, RuPaul, I'm such a fan of your music. I love all of your hit song. Yeah. No, and then my card a... stops at that one. <laughs> yeah, that, that one was, was so good. That was a good one. But I also loved Ross. Oh, <laughs> yes. This is my favorite. You're the only one that watches porn and you come when the pizza guy gets there. And see, that's what I was talking about earlier. When you can make a fat joke, but be funny about it. You didn't outright say, Ross, you're fat. You said, Ross, you come when pizza gets delivered. Like... That's hilarious because yeah. that is calling him fat because he loved pizza without ever saying the words you're fat. And that just leaves the open interpretation for calling him fat. So <laughs> that's a thing is without being fat phobic, that is a joke. <laughs> that yeah. is a real joke at a roast that you will hear. It is so funny. And she fixed her flow so fucking fast. Uh, she was my favorite of the night. I gave it a spoop. Uh, she was your favorite of the night? Yes. Oh, okay. She's a spoof for me, too, yes. Um, and then Olivia up next being a cutesy child. This was extremely off-putting to me. It was kind of... It was just cringy Because she was trying to be cute, but she wasn't even trying to be Olivia cute. She was trying to be child cute. Which yeah. then was just like, you're awkward. And I think it's because it's she like, took the idea... 26-year-old man. You're, a t- you're acting like a toddler. And so it was like... It was like she took the critique of saying, use your cuteness as the, like, you know. The sticker. The sticker and then stab him with a knife and twist it. And she just did the cute stuff over the top. And that was not what your critique was. So that is what makes my critique what I said earlier is that uh, Olivia doesn't know who she is. Yeah. That, that, the correct, I, I mean, I don't even know, but it would be like, RuPaul, you're so old that, uh, the... On the Declaration of uh, Independence, you signed as you parent. signed as parent guardian. I thought that was really funny. I thought you didn't that was like hilarious it. Oh, too. I, I love that. But it, it's the delivery. It was just yeah. kind of like RuPaul. You when said you this. did that, you signed as parent guardian. Yeah, I was like, this is not an anime. Uh uh-uh. And so that's what I'm saying is like she acting cute would have been funnier if she had just like stabbed it and was like, uh, oh hi RuPaul. And then it's like, oh, hi. It's like, oh, hey, so whenever you signed the Declaration of Independence, you signed it as parent slash guardian, didn't you? And it was just like, that's a knife. <laughs> and not just like a, oh, I'm going to stab you. Oh, I didn't. But it was or still just, funny, or right? like, after you signed my uh, field, uh, uh, what do you call that? Field trip uh, slip to go to the, see the Declaration yeah. of Independence. It was the same signature on the parent slash guardian one on yeah. the declaration. It was it, it was just weird and yikesy. But there was no flow as well. It was each individual joke was just an individual standalone joke. So she didn't have a full set planned out. No. And that's what irritated me. I still liked her though. She had a lot of good jokes that was, I did laugh at. I said I thought it was okay. I wouldn't say it was good. There wasn't agree. anything in there that I would say was, like, excellent. 
Except the the parents last guardian one where I was like, okay, that's. But funny. see, I laughed at most of her jokes still. But it was also like one of the like I said previously, when you come off of someone previously who was already hot, Gottnick had me laughing the entire time. So then we get into Olivia when she had jokes that were just mediocre. I was still laughing because I was still laughing at Gottnick. So and that's what Gottnick said. <laughs> yeah. So and, and it was true. Um. So. I have to say, I didn't absolutely hate Olivia's set, so I didn't want to poop it. I was between a poop and an oop, but I ultimately decided on a poop. See, I was between a spoop and an oop, and I ultimately decided on a spoop. Oh, no, I was not here for this. Okay, well, I gave it a spoop still. So, anyways. Um, Rose up next, talking about being delusional. Oh, my God. She has that confidence, honey. Hilarious. She was so good. So funny. Um, Being delusional with Valentina. 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 I loved it. Uh, Calling Nina a stage. We heard it already, but it was delivered in just the right Right way. way. Um, uh, Out of RuPaul and Rosé, one is a recording artist and one is a singer. I died. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, So funny. Um, Was this your best of the night? Yeah, Rosé was my best of the night. See, I have critiques about Rosé. Uh, I really liked her set, so don't get me wrong on that one. Uh, I just had a problem with that, the fact that she had, her jokes were really long-winded sometimes. There was just so much set up to get to them that there wasn't enough punchlines. I was like, girl, you need to shorten this, and which was one of the critiques she had in her rehearsal. I didn't mind, though. I was still hanging off the words she said yes. because I was like, what's the punchline? It's going to be funny. Um, I know it be is. Funny. I, yeah. Uh, they just weren't as, like... I don't know, because with Rose, the funniest ones that I ever have is where you, like, you read one person, you get a good joke in there, you read another person, you get a good and joke like, in there. you're laughing. It's for you, too. But then I also love the ones where they're like, oh, so-and-so is so old or so dumb. Like, those are always my favorite ones even because they're so simple. There's, like, you know, you get five words in a sentence, move on. So, and you get to repeat, like, several jokes to just, like, keep building on them. Those are really funny because they're short, simple, to the, to the fact those are just easy jokes to read off. And and Rosé didn't get – she didn't really have a lot of jokes, if you think about them. They were all – because they were all just so long. Um, but I thought the buildup for hers were much uh, – they were very well thought out. Yeah. And they did have the payoff that oh, I, I thought they elicited. She still made me laugh. Uh, but – before I heard the judges' critique, my one critique was I thought she was funny in the rehearsal. And then, of course, the judges said the exact same thing. I thought the jokes that she said in rehearsal were funnier than the ones that she had on stage. I laughed the most at Rosé's jokes. So I laughed I the most at Gottmik, so that's why I, I liked hers. I spooked Rosé, and I probably gave her the win okay. as well. So, yeah, I gave Gottmik the win. Um, who are your, do you have something between that and the enunciation of mm-hmm. the tops? I just said, who it are your tops and bottoms? It was very difficult to, to I write didn't, about this I one. didn't read the runways because, uh, in the past, for like the stand-up routines we've gotten, or the stand-up and comedy specials, well, some of them, uh, we've gotten... Looks. We've gotten runways, and we didn't get any for The this only one. one who I would say actually came up with a look would probably be Rosé. No, Rosé wore the same thing that she did for her, um... Dance challenge. She wore a faux hawk and a big, like, bejeweled, frilled dance suit. Yes, the same thing that she wore whenever they did the the uh, pork chop queens. It's the same thing. It's the, not something new. The pork chop queens? She wore, like, a pink thing for that. No, she wore that and then her pink faux hawk. 
when she's like, my name is, or the winner is Rosé. Yeah. It's the same hair and the same outfit, I believe. No, the outfit is different. Okay, well, it's definitely the same hair. It could it could be the same hair. Anyways, I wasn't. Uh, I was not interested in it either. No what no one's outfits just wowed me. I thought Simone was the one who looked the most gorgeous on the runway. Simone or on the uh, uh, comedy special. The Roast. stage. Sorry. Um, anyways, who are your tops and bottoms? My top two are Rosé, and I do have to give a little bit to Candy. Really? You put Gottmik a save? Save for Gottmik, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Who are yours? Uh, so I had, of course, Utica and Simone in the bottom. Uh, I didn't think that Olivia was as bad as those other two. So I was like, there was like Utica and Simone way down here. Olivia is like a step up. And then I actually said Rosé. And then I put Candy and Utica, or Candy and Gottmik in the top. Sorry. Uh, mm. Those are my two. Uh, that's fair. I don't think, I, I don't think that Gottmik did, did as well as Rosé and Candy. But I guess I'm just like giving her so much like, extra if you will because she came off of utica and simone and was way funnier than both of them and i was just like yes you did it you you brought all of the energy you back said up. you were so afraid of the i mean she was like saying the whole time she was like mm -hmm. this is the challenge i was scared of yeah and that's what what, what ross said was like you have a career in stand-up like you obviously have a career in stand-up and she's like what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, girl, I agree. You can obviously plan these things out. You just have to like figure out your thoughts and put them together. Uh, and she's the one queen that I've seen videos and TikToks and blah, blah, blah outside. That are funny. That are They're hilarious. absolutely hilarious. Hey, can I call you back? <laughs> can, oh, yes, absolutely, baby. Oh, um, you oh my God. I'm me. so, you ca caught you. Uh, you. Did I call you? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so then we end up finding out that our bottom two are Nude Against Simone. Uh-huh. And uh, our winner is... Candy. Candy Muse. I don't think it's well-deserved. I think that she did well. Do I think that there were other people that were better? Yes. But is it just because I hate candy? Yes. yes. <laughs> so... I just don't think... I mean, she was funny. All of her jokes landed well. But it was nothing that it was like, Candy's gonna just... Turn it out. And it also irritates me now knowing that she stole a joke directly from Lady Bunny. She literally stole a joke. Lady Bunny has been doing that song. It's in one of her songs. <laughs> Lady Bunny does those songs where she was like, Justin Bieber did da da ba ba da ba da ba and then I told him such and such. And then it's, I told RuPaul to act her age. And, and she died. <laughs> I'll play it for you after. It's been like five, six years. Yeah. That so Candy knows that. Especially if she knows that season one didn't technically have an untuck, but the videos did come out years later of some different unaired footage. Mm. You bitch, you didn't know that. That's from the you did not know that. Mass. The producers fed it to you. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Candy Muse won. Uh, she wins her first challenge, which means that mm. she gets to make it to the top five, which means she's probably going to make it to the top four. And that's frustrating to me. I swear to God, if they have a lip sync to their, for their life and Kenny's in the, like, top two, I'm going to fucking rage. Yeah. Like. I'll do what I do is... every year and I'll say, I'm never watching this show again. And then I will. And then I watch it. And just for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> just. For, I'll hate every moment of it, but I'll but watch I'll, it again. I'll watch it again. I'll do it. Um, yeah. So, do we agree with who went home? Um... 
Yes. N- yes and no. So I would have mm. preferred to see uh, Olivia in the bottom. Oh, yeah. But Simone did so much worse than Olivia. Olivia, yes, Simone did do so much worse than Olivia. Um, and I think that with the uh, lip sync, if we weren't saving the double save for um, Denali versus uh, Olivia, Olivia, I would have done it here mm-hmm. with Olivia and Simone. As the bottoms? No, uh, I'm sorry. Olivia and Utica, Utica. as the I was bottoms. like, you would have put Olivia and Simone in the bottom and not Utica, who did the absolute worst. No, a lot. Uh, Utica was definitely very bottom. But they were trying to act like Simone was the very bottom. And I was like, no, no, no. no, no. Utica was the Utica absolute was worst. worst. Um, I don't care for the demeanor and um, things that Utica was saying and providing to television mm-hmm. l- worldwide television this episode but i don't think that those are things that she i mean because you're gonna be like i don't want to wear an afro because i feel like it's appropriation and then she but then goes you're gonna be like you're fat yeah and then i just want to point out things that are blatantly obvious girl there could be something in there you... that is like the producer at the, the yeah. producer doing something. Yeah, I'm sure. But but at the same time, it's like, girl, you said... You said those you things. You said those things. Regardless, even in your confessionals, even in whatever, like, I like to just point out the things that are painfully obvious, which could have been a, a thing that she hasn't said in the confessional for the reading challenge way back when, uh, and then brought that up. But she got the critiques in the reading challenge from Rosé, who said, you continued the reading challenge at dinner, and you were just being mean. So this is not the first time that we're hearing about Utica saying mean things to the queens or anyone that it's like, girl, you have some mean spirit somewhere in there. Because you pointing out these quote unquote obvious things is just you being mean. That's not you being funny. So, And it could be that she's one of those people that, you know, if I make fun of you, I feel better about myself. uh I don't know. But um, I do not think that if i mean if i'm talking about the whole season i don't think this is the elimination order i would have chosen but i guess with the queens that are left i probably would have liked to see maybe a little bit more from utica and a little less from olivia i agree with that i mean with the order that we're going with still i mean the the people that i've yeah. stand since Tina the beginning should have gone home like episode four very early on uh absolutely uh the queens that i think should have stayed for the longest uh tamisha uh has been a queen that i ha- keep going back to that i think yeah. we should have seen more from tamisha as denali I'm a hard should tamisha be in olivia's fan. place right now denali and if should denali be sticking was around. there then utica would be fine to go home candy should not still be here yeah candy should have been home eliminated a long time ago Gosh, um I don't like candy. i don't like candy either um because that's a, what my critique going back to it and saying is this is i understand the version of reality tv show that you want to provide but also i understand i would like to see drag queens being rated for being drag queens and so like the same critique goes back to season 11 when we had nina west and sugar Kane that got whenever sugar Kane got eliminated seventh uh for being good amazing in her challenge and then got eliminated i was she like was on the wrong team she was on the wrong team that did fucking poorly uh, i was like vanji's still there and silky's still there and you sent sugar cane home and they also sent nina west home over vanji and uh uh silky and i was like both those queens were better than those other queens 
why did you send these queens home? That doesn't make any because sense. Because they decided who the winner was. Exactly. Already. And so that's what irritates me is like you are not awarding drag queens for doing good drag. You're awarding drag queens for being good television. television. And Denali, I think, has been good television because she has provided a lot of insight and a lot of shadiness in her confessionals. I think Denali was like a really good balance between all of it. I agree. And I think the producers, when they look back on it, will realize that Denali was probably somebody that they should have kept around. She honestly was a contender for the winner. Honestly. Um, because she had won what two challenges? Uh, yeah, two challenges. Uh-huh. Um, but they wanted to take that candy route. They were like, "Candy's better TV. Candy may be better TV, but she's a sh- she's, she's not as she's not as talented of a drag queen as, as the I other ones on are. these on this season." Correct. Yeah. I don't want to say she's a shit drag queen because all the drag queens that are on this season are much better drag queens than I could ever imagine being. Um, not me. Um, uh, I believe that I am, uh, a better drag queen than Candy Muse. I've never done drag, uh, but I think that, you know, I could put on a pair of tights <laughs> and a ballerina outfit and look better than Candy any day. I might agree with that. Do I think that you could, uh, outperform Candy? No. Um, I would also just disagree with you there because I would like to um, submit to you the... Uh, I've seen your performances. Well, no, no, no. Because I've been dancing. So we'll have like karaoke night mm-hmm. and sometimes they don't want to sing. So I'm like, oh, you can dance. So I'll dance to the song as well. And I would rate those um, very highly. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't so, believe you, but okay. Well, I'm not asking for your opinion. I'm, uh, just, I'm not... I'm just telling you. Oh. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, Utica goes home, as I think yeah. we all mentioned. She uh, sure does. So now we have our top five, which is not the top five that I was expecting. Mm-mm. Because I do not did not expect that Candy would be in the top five. Because honestly, the top five, what did I say? It's close to what I expected for the top five. Because mm. I said Simone, Rosé... Uh, Simone Rose and Gottmik for sure. I said Gottmik, and I even said Olivia and Denali. Those were the five that I put at the top. Yeah, I don't know if I said Olivia. You didn't say Olivia. I said Denali for sure. Uh-huh. No, uh, you did not. I did later. I didn't at the Later, not at the beginning, no. no. You did not like Denali at the beginning. Uh, but I added her in later because... Because she's a we slay. Saw, girl. Yes. We saw, we saw Even when she was in the year. bottom, she was like, fuck you, Kamor Hall, I'm going to take this. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those, those three, I agree with, I would have liked to see Denali still in place and in place of Olivia. Tamisha. Tamisha. <laughs> yeah. No, I guess Olivia and Olivia would be in the right place for this, but the top four after that is wrong. Yeah. Because Candy's still in the. Yeah, and uh, we can expect that Olivia is probably going to go home next, unless some big twist happens and someone else gets sent home, and I'm sure I'll be pissed if Olivia ends up in the top four and it's like, girl, what? Yeah. So I'm predicting that Olivia is going home next, uh, but, and then we'll have our top four, which is Candy, Olivia, or not Olivia, Candy, Rosé, Gottmik, and Simone, which Rosé, Gottmik, and Simone are great. And like I said, if God, if Candy makes it to the top two, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Like, cause who 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 of those three are you knocking out? Because those other three are just way miles above you and mm-hmm. everything that they do. So absolutely not, honey. <laughs> absolutely not. 
And I just feel bad for Candy a bit because she's going to have that kind of Vanjie syndrome of like, people love me. People love Do me. they love you? RuPaul just forces you down everyone's throat. And that's what she's going to realize. And that's what Vanjie's getting. Like, girl, do people actually, lo- people do actually love Vanjie, which confuses the fuck out of me. And I'm like, what did she provide? I mean, I guess they, they're still just standing by the, the, the point where she said, Miss Vanjie, Miss Vanjie, which is. She got eliminated first, honey. Yes. But the Miss Vanjie is iconic. Yeah, Nothing that Candy has said is iconic. No. She was iconic before this by a beam. Not even because of RuPaul's Drag Race. Just because yeah. she was sitting alone in VIP with sunglasses on. In the because middle... people, nobody wanted to go say hi to her. Nobody exactly. saw her. No one gave a shit about her. <laughs> exactly. Anyways. Anyways. Wrapping up the podcast. <laughs> oh, girl. Blah. Girl. Um, yeah. So... That's our review podcast. Thanks for listening. If you want to follow us on uh, the social social media, social media, uh, you can follow us at our Ruby Podcast at uh, our Ruby Podcast, our Ruby Podcast dot com, our Ruby Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Um, also, check out our like, mo- I don't want to say mom, ma'am. But, yeah, well, let's change the vowel to like, why you mum no mim mim. Yeah, Mime. our Mim, uh, our Spoopy Podcast. Our Ooh. Spoopy Podcast brings you the latest and greatest in murder. <laughs> <laughs> latest and greatest in murder. So uh, <laughs> all the scary things. Last week I talked about tornadoes, and I talked a lot about them. Yeah, so I, didn't, I didn't enjoy that. that Spencer much. hated it. So I was listening to Spencer being scared and Matt. trying to buy a uh, hand crank radio. <laughs> yeah, I did that. <laughs> So that's our spoopy podcast at ourspoopypodcast.com, our spoopy podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and our spoopy, no, our, sorry, our spoopy on uh, Twitter and our spoop on Facebook. Also, you can send, send us an email. That's like some weird, like Egyptian chant. Send for them, mummies. Send them an email. Send them an Send them an Send them an email. Yeah. And all of a sudden a mummy just monks? comes up through your fucking floor. I should talk about mummies. Those are real. Well, I already talked about the, the curse of Tutankhamen. Mm. Anyways, it's our spoopy podcast at gmail.com. Also, we have like a great aunt. Our and sister podcast. Oh, no, this is our great aunt podcast. Oh, sorry. Let's talk about, about gay, gay stuff. stuff. Let's talk about gay stuff. Brings you the latest and greatest, and not latest and past greatest, and stuff that happened before in gay history. Well, I bring you the latest and greatest well, because I just pop in for a whip her snapper, a cute little segment where I get to talk about youth culture, youth's culture. Well, nobody listens to those because that's I put false. A, I put a big disclaimer at the bottom. I said there's somebody on here who's gay chris is annoying don't listen uh that makes sense for you uh but you can this is this is what happens to the ratings it's just like a drop like weekly ratings is like way up here and then all of a sudden chris nope and then moves on 4500 listens you don't actually even post it (laughs) that week you're just like oops i'm like oh no the computer must have done something weird i got a virus I don't know what happened. Anyways, that's let's talk about gay stuff at Instagram. Let's talk, oh, let's talk about gay stuff.com <laughs> and let's talk about gay stuff on Facebook and Instagram and talk gay stuff on Twitter. You can also send them an email. 
Send them an email. Send them an email. Let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works. Economy Works. They are a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, and managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less economy works when we work the economy works find out more about economy works at economyworks.com that's e-c-o-n-o-m-i-w-o-r-k-s.com economy works The dissonance. <laughs> Anyways, honey, uh, we had lots of arguments about a lot of things, especially since we're getting to the end of the season. And I'm like, girl, because it always Kennedy happens. Needs to go home. Honestly, we, it always happens that the end of the season is always more uh, intensive and talking about what the fuck is happening every single every single time. That's we why always I keep this knife under here because so you're I like, can I'm gonna stab fucking you stab Chris if he says something wrong again. Uh, but yes, you know what? I just really love what Candy was producing for this episode. No, that's for Lauren. You bring it next episode and or next uh, time we do Dungeons and Dragons. Slam the table and it hits the roof, and then I throw the knife. By that point, we will have um, a, a winner when you see Lauren next. So you can just stab her whenever Candy wins. No, I'm not going to do any of that. I'm just going to be like, was that a good idea? <laughs> you chris white exactly <laughs> stupid well i guess we should probably tell our audiences to get, get ruby with it <laughs>